This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When it comes to radio, AMP hits different. AMP is a free live radio app where anyone can hop on the mic and play the music they love. From hip-hop to house music to heavy metal, discover new-to-you tracks and playlists made by music lovers who know what's good. And that includes you. Jump in the chat or call in to share your taste and add your own picks to the mix. Download AMP. That's A-M-P. For free in the App Store or go to onamp.com. Hi, everyone, yeah. and welcome to Hot Off the Mess. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I am joined by one of my best friends, my co host on Shortcomings, the Sex and the City podcast, Chris Lewis. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. I have a very scary ghost girl in the corner of my, uh, where I re- I'm recording right now. She's very scary. You know, I'm not a Halloween king or queen, but. Do you want to tell we the do people love what spooky. You're doing? I'm barreling towards Christmas. Do you want to tell the people what you're doing on Saturday? What am I doing on Saturday? What are you doing on Saturday? Hold on. Are you serious? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let me. I was like, I don't know. I could pull up my calendar. Yeah. I'm seeing Mrs. Bassett. Miss Candy Mrs. Gal Dillard 09. Bassett. Miss Drive back herself. Hashtag flip the Senate. I am going to see Candace in D.C. at, increasingly, I'm like, what did we purchase tickets for when we bought these? Because I will have everyone know, I bought these tickets like they were announced and I had them. Mm-hmm. Without you thinking. Mm-hmm. It seems to be quite a small venue. I, Is it? Like, it could be in someone's living room. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine it like Mama Dot's house. And so, but I'm super excited. I'm going with my good friend, Annie, and, you know, I I have a love of Candace. (laughs) I am concerned about the vocals and the um, dancing. Let's see. She has many God-given talents. I'm not sure music is one of them. It's a passion of hers, Chris. But it is a passion. passion. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I came back from a great wedding and I was in the presence of this couple's love. I'm excited to be in the presence of Candace's love with herself. Right. That's important. And that's powerful. I feel like I could be transformed, much like Leah Michelle in Funny Girl. It's when you see someone in a role of a lifetime like Candace performing Candace. Mm-hmm. Her out the album so I'll let you know how it is. I'll be driving back. Um, That's the only song I know. That you can purchase um, her album on Vi- vinyl? I did. I think I told you that. And I thought, okay, hmm, yeah. I don't know if people are clamoring. Like, it's not Renaissance. No, and I'm also, and I love my like, girl. But, like. You didn't sell any CDs. I, I'm not, I'm I not don't... poping over the record player and going, hmm, I think I'm going to put on Candace. It's right, like, like okay, some happening. of us are putting on, like, Bing Crosby at Christmas mm-hmm. time. We're putting on, like, Butterfly, the 25th anniversary. Maybe, I don't think like, we're leaning to, Mac. like... Yeah, like, I don't think we're going to... What was the album even called? Was it just Deep called Candace? Deep Space. Deep Space, of course, Dream mm-hmm. Deep Space. And of I know course. all of this sounds like I don't love her, but I really do. You love her enough that you're going to her show. Again, I follow, like, five housewives, and she's one of them. Mm-hmm. I can't have these women yeah. littering my feed. No, I mean, I wish sometimes I could get a break, but I can't. Um, so today you're here. We're going to talk Potomac. We're going to talk Beverly Hills final reunion. And we're going to talk Love is Blind because I can't shut the fuck up about it. 
and if, and people have been DMing me left and right, like, you guys need to talk about this on Shortcomings. I'm like, okay. I don't know that our Sex in the City podcast is the appropriate forum, but I'm glad we have this one. Yeah. I Honestly, I'll take it anywhere I can. Like, uh, I'll yeah, talk so about it anywhere. Do you want to start with that? Should we? It's, hey, this is your show. I have no I kind of want to start with Love is Blind. I, I got okay, to. Okay, well... So, as everyone might know, this is um, Sam's birthday week. She turns finally 30 mm-hmm. on f- Saturday, right? Your yeah, actual birthday Saturday. is Saturday, the 29th, right? Yeah. And so, I <laughs> do have a present for you. Not, like, one that will be coming later okay. because I forgot you moved. And so, I went to buy it and realized I don't have your address. But what is it? Thankfully, I didn't send it to your old apartment. But I did um, queue up a present for you to present to you today, and it's a performance. Okay. I am going to perform for you, Sam, my favorite scene from Love is Blind Season 3. Okay. You ready? Yeah. The best sex I've ever had has been transcendental. Transcendental? You sort of sync up with the other person, and I can feel the pleasure that you're feeling as you bring pleasure and vice versa. Um, when you're sort of synced up like that, every caress on the nipples on your arm, a tongue down your tummy, like both people enjoying it every second. Mm-hmm. The point is to be connected. Right. To keep the energy flow between you two. I've only been sexually open like this for a couple of years now. Like, I haven't, you know, been this dude just oozing sex my entire life. So the girl I dated in Bali, a 41-year-old lady, she had a lot to teach me. A lot around sex. That was my first experience during orgasmic pleasure. Yeah? And uh, what was interesting for me is that there's this sexual kung fu, as they call it, for men. And it involves... The ultimate goal is that to uh, have an orgasm without ejaculating. Oh my God. There's a set of practices, and I've worked on this over time. And at this point, I'm able to have a sort of mini orgasms without ejaculating during sex, which is the greatest <laughs> because once you open your mind to the idea of sexual pleasure becoming this holistic thing and eroticism starting outside of the bedroom, it's like an avenue for growth and also a source of intense pleasure. Yeah? I'm hoping I can share that with someone. Yeah, I think you need a teacher, someone to open your eyes and awaken you to this. Oh. Yeah? <laughs> I feel drawn to you. I can feel your energy through the wall. And scene. Chris, that was powerful. Powerful words from Andrew. Powerful words from Andrew. Um, and I did and have I, to type that out. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, when he said... Kung Fu. I Sexual Kung Fu. Sexual Kung Fu. <sighs> I was more burdened by when he said you can orgasm without a jacket. I was like, ah! <laughs> that was a shock. Um, also, no woman, I, and I, I guess I shouldn't speak for women or anyone sleeping with men. I don't think anyone wants men not ejaculating and having multiple mini orgasms. It's honestly, like, get, on, get, get out of here. Yeah, like, <laughs> get out of here. Andrew sounds Ugh. exhausting in the bedroom. Uh, he sounds so exhausted. I would be like, can we wrap it up? Like, this is so tiring. <laughs> yeah, um, sir, nobody's interested in that. Don't nobody no, want all that. I, Chris, you and I have been texting about Love is Blind for the last, like, week. We can't stop. And oh, it's all I've been talking about. It's all I can fucking think about. It's all I can talk about. And people are like, who do you like? I'm like, I hate Everyone All on this them. show, but There's I not love a them. One in the bunch, they're monsters. Monsters. I don't even know. How do you want to? Should we just go person by couple person? by couple or person by person? I feel like. Well, I'm afraid to click on this list of couples because the article says who's still together, and I can't. have Oh, spoilers. I don't want to so know. I can't do a spoiler. Yeah, so let's do it. Let's by do. Person. Okay, let's so start. I'm gonna pull the... up the Love Is Blind season three cast. <laughs> okay. All right, who do we got? Uh, I can, oh, or I can name them all. Oh, I could name one of them. All right, oh, well, let's I can start name with Alexa. Okay, Alexa is Alexa. definitely the one. She definitely, to me, is the one that I 
think is like the most quote unquote normal. Um, I like that. Well, she, she was raised celebrates... by a beautiful man. Oh, daddy. Her father she... has like skyrocketed to the top of my celebrity like crushes. I don't have a name when... on him or what he does. Their house don't, is gorgeous. Don't I don't really care what he does. He seems to be very, as he called himself, affluent. And I've never been more attracted Incredibly to someone's so. father. Oh, he other than your father, when he opened that door, I screamed. Well, I also love that you got the shock of that he has a very, very young wife. His and... wife could be 19. <laughs> she's, she's literally maybe 23. Maybe. But Alexa, to me, is like, I don't dislike her. I don't like her. She's just kind of nothing. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to be more of, like, our resident queen when she first started giving us the relatable content of, like, I like to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like, she's just kind of faded into nothing. And frankly, mm-hmm. it's the, kind of the same with Brennan. They're the two who, every time they pop up, I'm like, whoa, who are they? Um, And their sex talk, like, the way that she's like, he ravages my body. I'm like, Well, do you remember? Well, Brennan? I appreciated, though, that she shared, like, well, the first time you know was a little boring. But I gave some notes, and every person on this show is always like, well, you know, they're not, I feel everyone's tone is that, like, well, you know, we've got to work on some stuff. (laughs) No, Chris, it is. Everyone is like, I'm not attracted to them in any Uh, sort of sense. They're not exactly who I've dated in the past. (laughs) Like, with just mania in their eyes. But Brennan and Alexa are... Like, they're just like mayonnaise. So, and I want all the listeners to know, Sam did not watch the text, the original Love is Blind season one. No. So I'm going to use a couple in reference, and you won't even know who they are, as no. Kelly and Kenny, who were two people we were just introduced to out of the, like, blink of nothing when they went to Mexico. It was like, here are these two white people. It was like, who are they? Do they work and out? And they were just like our normals, but then drama for them started at the end. So I'm really hoping Alexa and Brennan bring us something to see. You know, I have to say, um, watching Brennan, like, really be embraced by this family, like, I genuinely feel like if out of any couple, they're going to get married. I think they get married and we have about six minutes after they leave before, like, divorce papers are, like, coming out because it finds out Brennan has, like, negative $2 in his bank account. Uh, yeah. The dad did look a little concerned. He was like, so do you think that you can be able to provide the life that she's accustomed to? And he was like, I grew up with no heater AC. And he's like, that's not And and, and no doors? I've never... Yeah, no doors. Alexa was like, what are you talking about? Like, (laughs) no doors. God bless his dad for, like, his parents for taking the doors off the hinges. That's a lot of work. Also, I gotta say, like, was the knife thing at the end a brisk joke? Yes, but I and, and, okay. and I love that the father was ready with prop comedy. Oh my god, he was he's he's a star. A star was born. He was like, we will be making jokes about like circumcisions mm-hmm. with machetes. <laughs> he brought out the big guns. No, I'm obsessed with that family. I obsessed. went to Mom Bravo immediately. The, like the minute I saw the mom, I was like, they get get her to OC. Oh my god, that face. You gotta get around Orange County. Oh, she would be with the a backless killer. dress. All right, no, I- your lips can do a whole lot more than kiss. Your lips express love and speak your truth. Plump your lips with Juvederm Volbella XE or Juvederm Ultra XE for natural looking results that are completely and uniquely you. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com. That's J U V E D E R M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XE or Juvederm Ultra XE. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com beautiful beautiful but i was like ma'am 
Yeah. I mean, look, she said, I'm going to be on Netflix. You know, this is a global streaming platform. They're getting this every which way around the world. <laughs> In fact, I honestly, some of the other families we've seen needed to put their best foot forward. Uh, we'll get to that. Now, the next character I have on my yes. list here is Andrew, who, of course, we opened with. <laughs> Should we talk about when Andrew made his triumphant return? Oh, oh, oh. Or should we talk Andrew. about when Andrew got his little um, eye drops? His drops, his eye drops. This yeah, man, guys, if you're was... not watching, if you are not watching Love is Blind, like, run, do not walk. Sit your ass down on the couch, you know, set it up, get it going. This man sits down. He just got dumped. No, before we talk about that, actually, we need to talk about the greatest bit of physical comedy work I've ever seen someone do. Which is? He is rejected by um, whatever her name may be. Karen? Nancy. Nancy? He takes it in for one beat, gets up off of the, the one knee, leans back onto the couch and crosses his knee as if nothing has happened. It was scary. It's so terrifying. I have it on my phone. It is. I've watched it one million times. It's, it's so crazy. Like it. It really sent a chill down my spine. He employed stillness in a way I've never like been able to because I'm always talking and like eyes bugged out of my head. And we're always like we're always like you know messing about. He is yeah. not. He's um, very scary. And then he goes. And he sits down for an interview, and he goes, "Are you guys rolling?" And he's as red faced as we've ever seen someone from Tears. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And then he takes out eyedroppers, puts them in his eyes, and pretends to cry. Uh, oh, I thought he was actually crying. Are you fucking kidding me, Christopher? I, think he was, I thought the eyedrops were him like, it's not really tears, it's eyedrops. I don't That's know what I mean. Thing. Everyone here has got prop work for days on Love is Blind. That's what I mean. He put the eye drops in so that it would look like he was crying. No, I think he was actually crying, but he wanted us to believe they were eye drops. I think Andrew's working on a meta level. Oh, see, I wasn't even going there. (laughs) I thought he was, like, trying to pretend to cry. I don't know. I think he... I think Andrew is so deeply unconnected to his emotions. Yeah, think? And when he got dumped, <laughs> like the wall came down and he saw like his ancestors pain. Like everything entered <laughs> him all at once. Wow. I really am now. I'm really curious what other people are thinking. Then he put the wall back up and strolled in once, invited back and said, Nancy, how are you? And he's got jokes like he's in the fucking improv group. <laughs> he's on... Like, yeah, he's he's at the comedy store. He yeah, I, he's in love with her. He's in love with her, and I should also add. I know I've said many mean things about Andrew. I'm very attracted to him. Just, oh, he's very attractive. If very he's available attractive. and wanting a thirty, soon to be thirty four year old gay man in Baltimore, <laughs> call me Andy. Call me. Um, yeah. So then Bartise walks over and is like being so aggressive with Nancy. And the way that I wanted Andrew to fucking lay him out was crazy. Well, we'll get I to wanted Bartice. Andrew to beat his ass, but we'll get there. Now, I'm looking at um, Andrew's little profile they have written here for him, and he says simply, key to his heart, constant snuggles. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like that. Chris, shut up. This man Let's says that he orgasms here. without ejaculating. Well, next up is... Next up is Bartice. Oh my god, this fucking guy. Now, I have been on such a Where journey with Bartice. When the show started, I thought, like, again, and I am going to reference season one, which you've never seen. I thought he was our Mark, who was like a young buck, like cute, like very sweet, but like all the girls were like, he's too young for me. Like, don't love Mark. <laughs> and so I thought Bartice was kind of filling that role. Okay. Little did I know he's filling the role of literal Satan. <laughs> but this man is unhinged. So I no, was at first he like, thinks he's God's fucking gift to women. He it's disgusting. He, he, like, each thing I liked about him at the beginning, I'm like, disgusting, awful. At the beginning, I was like, so Peg. cute. 
what a great guy like love his hair by the last episode seven i was like that fucking pube headed asshole <laughs> needs to get the fuck off camera he loses his goddamn mind no i thought we were in mexico upsetting to find out we were in malibu, we were in malibu. i also I like, thought we were in mexico i thought we were like out of the state <laughs> oh i thought they went international uh yeah, they I didn't was like, i was like oh, are we at least in like Costa Rica. Well, because Dallas is close to Mexico, so I just had assumed. Well, th- I feel we went to Mexico both other seasons. I was very upset to find we were in Malibu. Yeah, like, that oh, was okay. kind of a shock. Like we maybe someone on the cast. <gasps> maybe someone on the cast didn't have their passport or something. Oh, I don't think any which one of these people has a goddamn <laughs> passport. So <laughs> Bartiz, the only one who does is SK. Bartiz is um terrifying. I let us say that we find almost every single man on this show to be scary. As I've texted almost every friend in my life who's watching this show, mm-hmm. if you told me every person on this cast, man, woman, or beast, was a serial killer, <laughs> I would believe you. <laughs> they are all terrifying. The so women scary. scare me. The women? Uh, there are no heroes. No. Except this for is, Alexa's not, dad. Cam, not to go back to season one. We don't have a Lauren and Cam to hang our hats on. We don't, we don't even have a... Uh, what's the other couple? From last year, Nick and um. <laughs> you mean how you mean the divorced couple who hated each other? Yes, we don't even have them. Yeah, no, they are, they look bright and shiny compared to what we've gotten. Oh, these dust covered little these nothings. <laughs> these nothings. Okay, let's go down. Um, who else? Do no, we got? I don't think we're done with Bartiz. Oh, we're yet. not. Okay, we could talk no, about him. No, 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 no. Because okay. I think we gotta talk about, I mean, Bartise oh. and Colleen. Cause so we'll let's write Bartise and Nancy right into Colleen and Cole. Okay. Go ahead. Bartise. The way he is treating this woman. This Nancy. Woman. Who is you know, beautiful. Look, a liar, a huckster. A liar and a huckster? Nancy? Because even she had to admit, like, yeah, I mean, I did say he was my real estate agent. I what oh, I really that. meant was like, what I really meant was like we're actually in business together. He lives in one of my homes and occasionally sleeps on my floor. <laughs> no, <laughs> the thing about Nancy that I don't think is being discussed enough is that she has been. She feels she's been put on this earth to repopulate. She wants. Her DNA I disagree because sprinkled. what we find out about later is, is that she's, well, you know, my Roe v. Wade protecting queen. Yeah, she, she is so not her... for the Dobbs decision. No, this must have been filmed before Dobbs because. Oh, easily. And we know who was celebrating that day. And it's the, is Bartiz his last name? No, Bartiz is his first name. And must I say, she got him good in that conversation. She was like. So do you, like, believe in, like, Plan B? And he's like, yeah, I've given it out a bunch of times. He's like, yeah, I got six pills in my pocket right now. (laughs) What about it? (laughs) He's like, and she's like, okay, because she's so, guys, she's And she's like, and what about instances of rape? He's like, well, that's a traumatic situation, Nancy. Of course. (laughs) She's like, okay. And he's like, but but if it happens twice. You gotta have that baby. <laughs> like, it's what fucking is crazy. Going on, he crazy. was it like was... that, Chris. That conversation. I've never was seen a scene like that before. <laughs> was so insane. And just look at her face. She was like, "Okay." You couldn't write a scene that devastating. No, he goes. If my kid was born with three legs, I would love him. I would love him. Yeah, and I would raise him, and I would be like, a dad. You know, I'm like three legs, Down syndrome, trans, black, white. It's like these are not all the same things, sir. <laughs> Like, like, what the breathe. fuck I are you cannot. talking about? <laughs> I can't breathe. No, seriously. Because she is a speech pathologist. Speech. I need to go to her. Speech pathologist. And she works with a lot of kids who are like, house flipper. She's a mogul. And she, as her family has, you know, they do not carry any debt. It, I'm like, <laughs> and the mom's like, I run a bail bond company. I was like, that is not where I thought we were landing with the mom's profession. I thought she was going to be like, yeah, like, I also flip houses. Or <laughs> Very successful. I know if you're lying to me, look me in the She's eyes. She's like, I deal with criminals. <laughs> well, sweetie, you're going to be dealing with a lot of criminals. Mm. If you, I'd like that mom to go every which way to this cast. That family hated him. Those brothers, Jesus and Scott What's or whatever. What's to like? 
I mean, there's nothing to like, but he thinks he is it. And the moment he saw Raven walk in and he goes, I want to fuck her. Like, Sam, that was disgusting. After their conversation about <laughs> abortion health care, mm-hmm. when he was sitting on the computer in the living room with his little headphones on, and she's <laughs> sitting in the bed sobbing, basically. Just like, you know, it used we it used to be 20 kisses on the head a day. Now we're down to two or three. I'm like, what is going on? These people are such, these people are wrecks. <laughs> no, and then she goes, I asked him for a hug. And he said, you're so needy. And Bartise, and as I've said this, he is the Taylor Swift lyric from All Too Well, so casually cruel in the name mm. of being honest. Because this man is like, I have to tell you in all honesty, I find you fucking disgusting, and I really want to fuck this other woman. But I just have to say that because I'm an honest person, you know? No. And I hope you can respect that. It's so upsetting. He literally dead ass looks this woman in the face every night and goes, I'm really not physically attracted to you at all. And I think that's really important. See Raven when she walked in. And that tight dress, that body. Then I gotta come home to you? And Nancy's never not just sitting there, eyes wide. <laughs> just, I want just like, her to I don't know, spit on I him and can leave. work through this. Yes, and I told you, so I feel that you not seeing season one, you don't recognize that these people have choices. Like there I is a woman. I didn't realize that. She stood up through a drink. Now, you also don't realize that there's a real Housewives of Atlanta connection in season one. With who? Do you remember, I think his name is Anthony. He was Cynthia's assistant, and he gets into the fight with Kenya at the coochie party. About the coochie crack? Where she keeps saying, yes, mm-hmm. there's an assistant there who fights with Kenya. Do you remember him? Yes, I do. That man appears on Love is Blind season one, I believe under a different name. <laughs> and he gets engaged to a woman named Diamond. And, alt- and of course, I saw him and was like, oh, that's Cynthia Bailey's assistant. He's gay. He later comes out as bisexual, which Diamond doesn't have a problem with. But she's Uh like, you should tell me these things and you need to be more open Mm -hmm. and communicative. Mm -hmm. And he flips the fuck out on her. And as I told you, she throws a drink on him, twirls away and says, you can bounce to the next dick boy. So these people are, they can leave. Right. Why are they not doing that? (laughs) Nancy does not need to sit there wide-eyed looking at him like he's like fucking Hercules descended upon from They're not soulmates. Like these people are not soulmates. They're not even strangers. They're They're like people from different planets. They're two ships passing in the night on different seas. With like fog, like just with no relationship to each other. There is nothing. Okay, so now let's talk about well, before we talk about that, we got to talk about Bartisa's sister who emotionally manipulated Nancy through her tears, which was the most disgusting thing. I was She appalled. burst into tears and says, they're just all such little angels. And I was like... Talking about children? The mere mention of abortion is making you... Cr- like, I'm just like, this is crazy. And no, by the way, Nancy has it was horrible. held this... St- you know me, I would have been like, women should have the right to do whatever they want with their... Bo-. Nancy's just saying, like, you know, with families, with kids with special needs, it can be really difficult. And I'm open to having a conversation. And they're like, you fucking baby-killing bitch. Yeah, like, She's being quite her. moderate about this situation. And the way that, like, he just threw her under the bus knowing... That this would be the outcome of that conversation. It was, was something they upsetting. didn't need to discuss with their parents on the first day they've met over. Uh, no, 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 no. It was disgusting. Now, should we go to Colin Zanab? They. I love her. Yeah, let's talk about it. Hate her. <laughs> Literally, the Kourtney Kardashian of this show. Low energy, completely just like because she oh, hates please. him, Chris. Please pick up your socks. I'm she like, hates you just this shut man. Shut the fuck up. This man. She's looks sour. Her, he literally said to her face, "I was blown away." When he goes, "Do you think that I would have picked a girl named Zanab if she, if I knew that she was gonna look like my, my ex girlfriend Lily?" I'm like, look, I'm not saying Cole's not a like racist monster of a man. <laughs> but so she obviously knows that he's racist and his family is racist. And that yeah, is but the she, problem. I think we've got some internalized problems with her. Mm, and she probably. wants this like dark haired, blue eyed demon. Like I Cole, don't even think she and, wants him. And first of all, I have to say about Cole, 
he needs to moisturize. His skin is on the brink of a disaster, and I'm terrified every scene. It's like he's holding it together, but I can see, like, just everything coming forth. The way that these people, like, behave, it's just, I can't even wrap my, my brain around it. Although now that I'm thinking about Cole and Zay, I'm like, maybe maybe they've got a chance too. Are you okay? His apartment, that towel, <gasps> that wet oh. towel on the kitchen counter. Oh my God, his apartment with the flies in the toilet. <laughs> and she's just like, First I don't all, like I- that you said that Colleen is your type. Like, I'll never be that. Okay, but she is also one of those people who like picks and prods. Like, there is no reason if you have, like, okay, you and I with self-esteem issues out the wazoo. Oh. I would never in my goddamn life ask someone, like, give me a rating out of one out of ten. Because even ten wouldn't be enough to fill my void. (laughs) That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, I would. You'd say ten out of ten, and I'd be like, why wasn't it twelve? No, I know. I'd be like, why am I not off the charts? Uh, the and whole, then he she said that Raven that's and, just something she shouldn't do. Yeah, but then he said that Colleen and Raven were tens, and then he tried I know to justify it. Was crazy it. to give her a nine. It was crazy, and then to look at her and be like, um, "In the real world, I never think girls are above seven. He's like, uh, "Do you know how many fucking ugly bitches there are in this world? The fact that I gave you a nine, you should be so lucky to be as close to Colleen as that." She's like, "What?" And I don't understand, like. Colleen is not like a beautiful angel creature. She's a fucking mess. I think they look very similar. I'm like, could we not? If anything, I think Zay is more beautiful. She is more beautiful. Oh, boy. No offense. Not to put women against women, but. pit of need. Whoa, let's talk about Colleen and Matt. Well, Colleen is my favorite character on this show. And as I text you, she was going to be incredibly triggering to you. Why? Because uh, Share with the people. you got some Colleen in you. <laughs> Do I? That's so I mean. I see some Colleen come out in the dark moments. Oh my God. In which moment specifically? I just feel that you like, you would be like, all right, this one turned me down. That one turned me down. Let me burst in here to this third one. And just Colleen the, is like When a she looked at Matt hell. and goes, Matt, I want to do life with you. And he was like, all right, I guess I'm proposing. And I love the way they edited it. It was like she stormed Normandy out of one room, bounced into Matt's pod, and was like, I have been thinking about you since day one. Matt is going to lose his goddamn mind when When he sees sees how that that was edited. Oh, Matt is going to flip the fuck out because Brennan said no to her. The lights went down in Dallas. Like, Dallas, like, I'm scared when. Matt's terrifying. Who do you... Okay, I think Matt, Bartice, and Cole are the scariest men. It's literally all Again, of them. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, Matt is... Matt, from the moment he popped up, was the most triggering to me. Yeah, you he's were like, immediately. Of, he was the kind of man who I'm like, no, he's scary. And my friend Amanda put it best. Matt isn't even someone who goes zero to ten. He lives at a nine. He and does. I was like, whoa, that is so true. <laughs> like, it's just dark energy. The inter- dark energy. Even his mom had dark energy. Like, she knew, like, her son's I liked fucked. his mom. I thought, she, no, th- I was referring to her when I said, you know, some parents could have put their best foot forward. You were talking about her? I was, it's just like, let's put on a little, like. A little judge. Some, some. Yeah. Like, it was, <laughs> it was a little. It, was it a looked like the camera lesson. showed up and she didn't know. Yeah, they were all around the barbecue pit, like. Just like, oh, we thought we thought we were meeting her off camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Matt's really scary because when Colleen talked to him about the pool day, he went nuclear. I thought actually it was irresponsible of the producers not to step in. Did you hear the producer when Matt was like, bro, like, you won't be pissed? And he was like, uh... The producers were like, I gotta get out of here before he kills me. Yeah, and then I mean the end of episode seven. To for Bar for Bartise and Nancy to have to be in their own serious conversation, then bring I was like, oh, somebody's couldn't... calling. <laughs> like to hear and he's like, and I and God, I will give Bartise this. That motherfucker was like, gotta put you on speakerphone. We are on a reality show. He knew. Like, 
I was like, he get on, get him on Real Housewives because these people aren't professional reality stars. So the fact that he was like, you know what, I I don't want to have to relay this later in confessional. Mm-hmm. Let's just get Let's him on go. speakerphone. He he went screaming. down to the room. And did you realize they were all staying in one hotel? Not a clue. So so when he said I'm gonna go get him, I was like, oh, he's got to like drive across town. That's what I thought. The fact that we were right in the room with him, I was like, "This is beautiful! Like, this is as beautiful as anything I've ever seen." It was like a tracking shot. It was like and Bird the Man. pain and desperation in Bartiz's voice when he was like, "I want what you guys have. I would kill for this." You stay in this house. You don't understand. <laughs> you have Colleen, the one we all want to fuck. Yeah, literally. He's like, "I he got that old like, bitch." You fucking ugly down. ass man. You fucking ugly ass dope. Do you know how much we want to fuck Colleen? And you're telling me because she's at the club at 2.30 a.m. Do you know what I've been putting over there with that bitch Nancy wants to abort my kids? <laughs> I was like, what is going on in this show? No, it was like something I had never seen before and, in my life. And he's, and he's just seething like this woman. And I love how everyone's like this. My future wife would never behave like this. And I don't <laughs> know. Are heterosexual people just roaming around thinking my future wife, my future husband, my future wife? Like, Yes, I think so. It's all so terrifying. So terrifying. I feel like we're Miss OSK and Raven. I mean, I love SK. I, I think he's too. like the one normal person on this show. Yeah, he has he's a, a little good guy. bit of charisma. Mm-hmm. But Raven is a demon from hell to work out while a man is trying to propose to you. Jumping Jack, she was doing something off the couch. She's never not working out, which she is was... just my nightmare. So Bartise, if you guys aren't watching, Bartise was opening up to Raven like about his childhood, about everything in the pods. This woman starts doing jumping jacks and tricep dips. And he goes, are you working out? And she's like, oh, you could hear me. And he was He's like, like, yeah, uh, you dummy. It's yeah, like, you that's all I got idiot. is my ears. <laughs> now let's it was talk about when, crazy. was it Partiz who said, is it Nancy is telling the devastating story of losing both of her parents and being raised by her stepmom. And he says simply that's at the Zanab. end. That's Zanab. Zanab. Okay. And Cole says simply at the end, I am so happy to know you more. I feel so much closer to you now that I know your trauma. This show, guys. It's so insane. I never want it to end, ever. We only have one more week. Um, that's it. We have weddings and then we're done. That's we got it? weddings. Oh, and then reunion. But Love is Blind doesn't know how to do a reunion. Wow. And and I have to give a plea to Netflix. If anyone at Netflix is listening. Fire Nick and Vanessa Lachey. We don't need them. Get them out of here. Yeah, like they're really I unnecessary. Like could, I don't need them popping up every episode. It's just like get them off screen. It, mm-hmm. Either hire Lauren and Cam from season one to do it. Yes. And have them relate to them through the pot. And then it would almost be something aspirational that the couples could look to. Or I don't think we need hosts. We could just do that in voiceover. It's truly, you don't need a host. And like these people... So, Colleen, like, nothing she says is truthful. Like, she does not love this man. Matt? I think yeah. she does. I Are think you Colleen okay? Is such a, I think Colleen is such a fool. And as we know, a shallow person. She's like, I don't really have any interest in getting deep. I don't think that has anything to do with marriage, honestly. <laughs> that was so crazy. Cole was like, like what? You have no depth and you're a shallow person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. He was, but you know what? Honestly, some of those, some shallow people are some of my favorite people to pal around with. Yeah, I mean, like she's probably a good time. Idiots. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like just you—they're my favorite people to sidle up to at a bar. Yeah, like she's I said, Colleen fun. and I would really have a great time at Candace's concert. Oh, she'd be, yeah, she'd be living. Who um, would you most like to grab drinks with? Of these wrecks, of these nothing people, <laughs> Alexa. Honestly, I have to say, just so I could watch it disintegrate into madness, Cole. Chris, he would lose his mind. He would say I some crazy say, shit. I will say, I did too. have a sweet spot when he had his monologue about his um parents and how like he thinks Christianity is supposed to bring you 
closer to being nice to people, but they're just getting more and more judgmental. Mm -hmm. And a part of me wanted to say, and look, no defense of his parents, because I'm sure they might be nuts. But I was kind of like, maybe they just don't want to be on television. But then he did say it's not about being on camera. Yeah. Um, And I have to say, his family obviously is crazy as fuck because they gave him a tin can full of old dirt from his backyard and Ziploc bags. You don't know. Look, I don't have one of those. I don't even have like a photo of myself as a child as I shared with you. That was insane. The only picture of my childhood is me drowning. In a pool on vacation, and we watched it once a year. Like, look at this funny part where Chris is dying, and then a stranger saves him. It's like, ugh, this is dark-sided. But I wasn't expecting for him to open that tin can, and it's like, here's the dirt you played with as a kid. <laughs> like, ugh, like, I was like, expecting, how like, baby blanket. To... I was expecting something like that. At least there was a photo in there. <laughs> the Ziploc bag of dirt. He was like, I think there's a lock of my hair and some dirt. But that's Cole, like, in a nutshell. Uh, He's just, like, hair and dirt, just bumbling around. (laughs) (laughs) And I love him. God bless him. Oh, my God. He is a character for the ages. He is insane. Uh, Oh, my God. Bad shit insane. Oh, my God. And she's just disgusted by him. Like, she hates him. (laughs) Hates. I I did think she did her very best in that apartment. Oh, she The did. best she could the, say is at least it doesn't smell. My biggest thing with what I want for, like, next season is I want the men to be a little bit older. I don't like that the men are, like, 25 and the girls are, like, 31. But I think that's just Cole. No, Bartise is also 25. Oh, that's true. But Brennan's 48, though, if he's a day. Mm, he's seen things. Brennan Brennan could be 60. If you She was calling him Brenny. Brennan? Is his his name not Brennan? No, it is. I thought you called him Brenny. No, I don't have a nickname for any of these people. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, this isn't like, again, this isn't season one where I like fell in love with everyone. This isn't season two where at least I was like, what's happening? Mm -hmm. Though I can't really remember any couple from season two other than Danielle and Nick. I can't get a name on any of them anymore. (laughs) I don't know. It's like once love is blind is over, you just like it. It's the drain is empty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have been talking for 41 minutes about love is blind. So let's do. Yeah. We guys. Sorry. I've never laughed this hard ever. And I feel we haven't even scratched the surface. There are like a million more things I want to say. Oh, well, say them. I I don't know. I wouldn't even know where to begin. It's like, like AA. One is too many and a million wouldn't be enough. Like just. It's, I mean, there's so many, like, little moments. Like, with SK talking about how he's going to go get his master's degree, and Raven's like, well, I'm not stopping my lifestyle. And also, and I think it's only fair that, that you pay for has... an apartment you don't live in. It's Well, also, <sighs> Raven is an interesting character. She really teed up the I'm a bottle service girl in a very interesting way. She was like, I work in the service industry. Oh, and wasn't she the one who was also like, and you know, my exes bought me a few things. Yes. And, and then like, and then her friends go, home? you know, I she, she was has... going to be like, well, not a home, but an apartment. Yeah. And then, well, and then her friend goes, and, you know, Raven has clientele. So she can't be flying out to California. Well, Raven is a bit of a Mia-esque character. (laughs) She's got To shift this into Potomac. Yeah. Raven is... Raven's got Mia Mia right in her. Oh, for sure. And you know I love Mia. Did you hear Mia's new tagline? Did you hear (laughs) I think you posted it, didn't you? I sure did. What, What? Now read it to me. Give it to me. Okay. Give me one second. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Please. I may not remember everything, but you'll never forget me. I cannot do Mia's voice, but I love it. <laughs> I may not remember everything, but you'll never forget me. Yeah, so this I is our only... segue into Potomac. If you guys haven't Giselle realized. Has a beautiful heart. Uh, okay, where to begin? I gotta say, I applaud Candace Dillard Bassett's growth. Um. You know how I feel. I just cannot wrap my heart around this story. I just feel that Chris Bassett, does Candace listen to this podcast? Because you know I am terrified of her. I don't think so, but she's a fan uh, of mine. 
I know, and I'm... Look, if we put a little clip up of this, just don't make it this one. You know when, like, they'll clip it out? Mm Because if you were to post it and she saw it. I just don't need... Candace, I feel, would, like, friend me and, like, start DMing me, like, you fucking... Well, then she could see your face in the crowd at Deep Space. Yeah, like, I I don't need Candace getting... No, 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 no. Yeah, so what are you going to say? I just feel she has said worse things about Chris on this show. (laughs) Yeah, but that's her husband. She can say whatever she wants. You think she should say he looks like a rat and is a deadbeat dad and that no, he needs I to mean get that, the fuck away from her? Uh, listen, that wasn't great. It wasn't great. It was, but I think she I just saw feel the... I like Giselle saying he made me slightly... I would honestly no, be a little it wasn't bit more angrier that. at Ashley because Ashley's situation is so innocuous. No, I know. I think Candace realized that when Ashley said that her ears kind of perked up. And then when Giselle said what she said, she was like, oh, I get what you guys are doing now. Like, you all so are going to be talking blames, about this. But then why is it her ire seems to be so focused on Giselle and even impressed now? She's like, Ashley and I are good. I think because Giselle and her are closer. So she maybe expected a little bit more. Because I know that That's, Chris I, really I likes Giselle. Um, but then when Mia said, you know, I got him looking at me. And the, the editors were like, Chris... Not looking at me. Those editors. It wasn't even like Chris, he, it looked not like looking they barely at me had him again. on frame. <laughs> no, he. It was so fucking crazy. And like, I gotta say, Robin's having a breakout season. I, what I think I she's say having a great year. On from yeah. from Candace, I mm-hmm. will say I appreciate them as much as and you know I Giselle is one of my favorite Babes. housewives ever, and mm-hmm. she will be on this show for a million years, and mm-hmm. she owns that home of Potomac, you know. Mm-hmm. I am so happy, as Basset Hounds as we are, mm-hmm. that Candace is finally getting a season where people are on her side. Now, I am seeing a lot of people still saying, like, well, she's too mean, and she's out of control, and she's got to get off of Instagram, I mean Twitter. And I'm like, well, I agree. But, like, I but, am glad that at least half of the audience seems to finally be like, all right, she's good. That yeah, in hating like, Giselle, we've got some Candace love, finally. Some Basset Hounds are rising up. And yeah, I'm so when glad she said, that. she goes... You're keeping my breaking the fourth wall. Do not take this out. I was like, Candace, producer Candace, star Candace, queen. I do worry, though, she's going to play herself out of pocket because it doesn't seem like any of the other women even care or take her side on this one. No. I think like they all Robin think Giselle's Con, stupid. Seemed, like, but it seemed like, it, like Giselle and Robin are going to be besties till the end of time. That's a friendship I don't see ever changing. Mm-mm. Karen... Is defends literally no one. Like she's just like, she's like Giselle and I are frenemies, and we're in a good space right now. Rob, Mia is a mess, and um the other one I forget is on the show. Wendy. Yeah, you hate Wendy. Um. So I just I don't want this whole. Are we are we going to talk about Mia's or Wendy's hot mic moment? Well, that's who I think Wendy is a liar. I don't, what else is there to say? There's nothing else. And I feel like that's a lot of what their argument was about last season is, is that you have drastically changed who you are on this show in your second season. And we just don't recognize you. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure maybe some of that was happening too last season of like, you're saying one thing on camera, off camera, you're different. Yeah. And Wendy to me, I just don't understand why she's on this show. I don't know why she wants to open up a restaurant slash library slash library slash daycare. I and don't by get the way, it. I should add, I live in Baltimore, but a stone's throw from bar one. That mm-hmm. is already a concept in the greater DMV area. Bus right. boys and poets that already exists. Like What's we it don't called? need enough. It's called bus boys and poets. It's um, named after a Zora Neale Hurston um, story, I believe. Oh. We don't need another restaurant slash bookstore. We well, got she it. also does. Why is she doing all of this? Like, aren't you tired? Like, go home. But I think a lot of it comes from if you think about her. So she was a commentator and professor, right? Mm-hmm. She joins the Real Housewives. Being a commentator and a professor is not something you can monetize by being on the Real Housewives. So she has True. to, if she wants to make money, she has to pivot into a different kind of business to selling something or creating a space people can go to because A, Johns Hopkins isn't going to pay her anymore because mm-hmm. she's on the Housewives. Yeah. And I don't, and I'd imagine that eventually CNN or, well, she's usually on Fox, which is upsetting enough. Yeah. 
I don't think they're calling more often like, oh, now that she's a housewife of Potomac, Let's we get need her to on. hear her thoughts even more. Right. So no, she's, I, I agree. think she's just struggling to find a business to monetize. Well, I got to say, I did laugh when she was putting those kids to work, folding boxes. I did laugh. I was with Robin, though. Don't, like, fuck you. Don't come to my party. Yeah, I love but Robin. But I love Robin. I love Robin. And I love Juan. And Robin is, you like Juan. He's gorgeous. He's he our looks hottest like house a husband. toad. I love him. He used to be so hot. He now looks weathered. And you know who I'm really missing? Mr. Darby. Chris. I don't know why they couldn't look. He's what do you mean? Evil, he's an evil, awful man. But he gave us a lot. Chris, he's awful. I just feel like we're missing a, one of our characters. Like, he was, like, the eighth housewife on there. He really was. He did hold the champagne flute. He did. Yeah, so it's just, like, I just feel like we've lost a character. And I'm I'm sad that we're not even, we didn't even get, like, a final scene with him. Mm-hmm. Do he's you like, think Ashley <laughs> released the news to the public about her divorce because she wanted, like, leverage in the house situation? I don't know because I'm not even sure this house situation is happening because they're still living in that apartment. Like, right. I think everything Ashley's talking about is a goddamn lie. Mm. I just don't, I don't know what's going on with her. The fact that, and I'm surprised, why has no one simply asked her, why are you divorcing him? Like, what was the inciting incident? I know, I really want to know. Like, what was the breaking point? Like, it point? doesn't make any sense. It must have been cut because there's no way Giselle Bryant and Karen Huger did not say, hey, what happened? Yeah, something bad must have happened. And they're like, we either Ashley's like, please never ask me that question. Because this is, what could it have been after everything this man has done on yeah. national television? That she was finally like, I've had enough. It can't just be like, he still wanted to have threesomes and I didn't. She what had to have like walked in and he was having a threesome like in the baby's crib. Like they, it couldn't. I don't know. What, like this man has done the most <laughs> awful things. No, I know. He has embarrassed her left embarrassed. and right. Embarrassed. Embarrassed. I have to say. through the rough streets. The grin that she gets on her face when they talk about the money that she's going to get is so fucking hilarious to me. Like she doesn't even try to hide it. And she never has. No. She was like, I'm I mean, clearly the- with him for money first three seasons of this show it could have just been called prenup because that was all she was talking about like we gotta get the postnup we gotta get the gotta get the post mm-hmm. hey you know if we're together for five years i'm gonna get more money i mean it's so iconic like and I, no, I i don't know i love i think the, we're I in for a really Potomac. good season. i look for it every sun i look forward to it every sunday mm-hmm. i'm really looking forward to that cheshire cat grinning shasha get more in the mix she makes me laugh. I'm sorry. She's my, like, she she's gets the, me good. I have been waiting for her to get back on our screens. You know, I have a, I'm a Shasha truther. Mm-hmm. You are. I've loved her since day one. What do you but think you know, of um, Monique? No, we're not. We're not going <sighs> Monique there. Monique had I a real touch Katie. fall from grace. She was so beautiful. Well, it's really, I mean, her and Chris are separated. So I'm a little confused, like, what they're talking about. Because she's like, that's not true. Well, she can't separate, right? Isn't the other show she's on based off of being married? Yeah, but I think some people get divorced on that show, Chris. And then do they stay on? Probably. I don't follow Well, I love that I'm saying that, like, we haven't just let go of the Real Housewives premise. Like, (laughs) Yeah, like, everyone's single. (laughs) They can't possibly be on the show if they're not married. It's like, I think we've let go of a lot. It really made me laugh when Karen and Ray went and got their nails done. And like, he's like, I mean, I get, men are attracted to you, Karen. I get very sad thinking about the fact that we're going to watch Ray pass. Why would you ever say that? Because, you know, I live in like the future. I see the I see the beginning. I see the end before it begins. I'm like, yeah. we're we're Karen, much like Giselle, will be on this show as long as she wants to. Mm-hmm. She's not going and anywhere. I don't think. I think Ray has maybe five more years. He doesn't look well. Chris. And I think Potomac could ride right into a season 20. Oh, we, we got these with girls. With the same cast. I'd with watch the them same forever. cast. That's what I mean. Like, these women are not going anywhere. Like, and I, this I, is I, it. I know, I know you hate me, but I, there is something. What she's up to online makes me laugh. 
Like this whole like thing about her losing her business and like oh how God. it was stolen while they were on vacation. Yeah. <sighs> I, That's I mean, a that whole crap. season worth of nonsense right there. <laughs> it is. Speaking of and, nonsense. Um, um, That's it. That's it. Uh, let's talk Beverly Hills Part 3 reunion. What are your thoughts, comments, concerns, feelings? Yikes. What a, flop of, what a flop of a reunion. Guys, I have to I have to come on here and discuss something. Because I'm getting a lot of... I've seen a lot of things online. Uh-oh. Rinna is not lying. Kathy, without well. a doubt... Well, let me finish. Kathy, without a doubt... Lost her fucking mind that night. But Kathy, do said I she think? Lost her mind. But do I think Rinna has like PTSD? No. Do I think Kathy tried too hard at this reunion? Yes. Do you think Kathy? No, a hundred percent. Rinna is exaggerating. I don't think for a minute Kathy Hilton said, "I'm going to take down Bravo Evolution." I believe that NBC Universal. <laughs> I believe she did that. She got into like the charter. No, Peacock. I. Evolution. No, I 100% believe that she said all that. I don't know. Because she's also it. the woman that was trying to negotiate her contract as a friend of to get a million dollars a season. And she's honestly, also someone she was that, worth it all because we had nothing before she showed up. That's true. But um, I, I felt bad for Kyle. What? I did. I will log off of this Zoom or whatever the fuck you call this I platform right now. I think she's wrong in the sense what you were texting me about when you, it, she was like, well, what about how I'm feeling? Like acting like she's the only one that has like hurt feelings. But um, I felt Kyle sad for her in the sense that like asshole. that her, I mean, but her Kathy is awful to her and that's like the end of their she relationship. Is, we, we watched. Have, okay. Kyle is the worst sister in the entire yes. world. She's not a good sister. So I don't know. So if you think of the Hiltons, though that triumphant, mm-hmm. those three little monsters just running amok. <laughs> the Richard sisters, yes. Kathy and Kim seem to have been consistently good. And frankly, uh-huh. I think, from what we have all heard, right, that Kyle seems to be the one who's constantly on the outs with the two of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, and and at the end of the day, and I think Kathy is actually a nice person for not just coming out and saying this, although she seems to be liking a lot of comments on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I, too, would never forgive my sister if they behaved the way that Kyle did at the end of season one. Like, that is actually irreparably damaging what she did. Mm -hmm. And then how she proceeded in some ways to exploit Kim's sickness on that show talking about it i don't disagree constantly constantly pointing like kim's late for something and kyle's like she's like and someone says oh what's going on with kyle i mean kim she must be like a little something kyle will sit there with her finger in her it's like you need to say something like if actually someone is saying something about someone you love and you don't stand up for them you might as well have just said it yourself yeah it is actually crazy to me that she allowed renna to say those things in her home about mm-hmm. her sister and just sat there with her finger in her mouth like yeah I, nothing I, like what can i possibly do about this but what about like, all the things kathy you... said about her kyle didn't hear them directly so, so there's she's almost just not something... gonna believe her but there's something to be said for i would go to my sister ask mm. her if she said them and i think actually that apology seemed pretty genuine to me it did Kathy's... Where Kathy said, like, I'm going through a lot. I really snapped. I love you and I'm proud of you. Yeah. Then Rena show came in, was invited by was invited by production, but Kyle mm-hmm. didn't give her any warning. Like, think about that. Like, you show up to apologize to your sister, and she says, Oh, the castmate who started all of this is on her way. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, I get what you're it's saying. It's like a caring about the show. Like, I think Kyle is willing to throw them out for the for the show, but not willing to be it's very LVP behavior. She's she's basically just allowing Rena to do her dirty work and pretending it bothers her. I mean, mm-hmm. how do you get over um when Rena said you're close? Rena said your sister's close to death and you're enabling it. Next season, they're like, we gotta see Rena on the boat. Like, we gotta have yeah. it. Yeah, like that was crazy. Like, like Rena's gotta Kyle... be at Portia's uh, bar mitzvah. 
No, I think that that's like, really fucked up. I do. I I think what how Kyle has treated Kim and the things that she's let go. And like to quote Kim Richards herself, Kathy would have had my back like a real sister. And Kathy did have her back because Kathy brought and the big And I think Kathy guns. did the best she could last season. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it is interesting that Kathy waltzed into the show. And if you notice, like, last season, she kind of palled around with Rena a little. But they never, mm-hmm. like, you didn't see a solo scene between the two of them. Rena never was caught. Like, whereas she clearly was interested in exploring a friendship with Garcelle and Sutton. Dorit mm-hmm. would call her on occasion. But she kind of kept her full distance from Rena, but w- also wasn't willing to say, like, the way you treated my sister was really poorly. Because all that does is reopen that... um wound and gives Mm -hmm. bravo the chance to cut to it whereas you know kyle's like hey how about i quote like that weird scene like kyle's never not like put some bread in your mouth or like bringing up things that allow them to cut to these dark moments because i think ultimately she's interested in the show and not family but she knows well enough that she can't just say that kyle's an awful person well no i shouldn't say person she's an awful sister i bet she's a probably an okay friend and a great mom yeah so something to think about because I just think that Kathy did lose her mind and um, if, Ren is if dramatic. If Kyle was my sister, I'd be losing my... She put her in a basement bunk bed. I would have said I'm going to ruin her life too. From the She did. I would... I, and honestly, I would have taken down Bravo, Universal, and Peacock if I was sleeping in that child's bunk bed. It didn't even... I know. Like and twin. Kathy was like, had to roll out of it. Like, roll. <laughs> and the room seemed to be like a closet. Yeah. Listen, that house was a disaster. I know. It's just. Kyle's like, I love being glad... close to my family. I'm like, babe, this is too close. I'm glad Kyle sold I'm glad she sold it. Cause like, yeah. I think she heard the online chatter of like, this house is not what you think it is. Sweetie. This house is hideous. It looked like two different houses on the outside. But other than that, I just thought, you know, this reunion was really a flop. I thought it fully showed that Andy Cohen needs to um, perhaps only host certain reunions. <laughs> I don't want to put him on. I'm happy for him to continue on OC. Okay. But I just feel like once we enter any kind of modern language or dynamics, mm-hmm. he loses his way totally. Yeah. I agree. I don't think Andy needs to be, like, canceled, but... No, but I just think he needs to, um... Also, it's okay for us to put him out to pasture. He's been on the network since, like... Hasn't it been almost 20 years? Yeah. Literally. How long have we been watching these women? The exploits Too fucking long. Like... Too long. I've had... They're my longest relationship. Same. My most consistent. And that's saying something. So it's just, like, I think it's time for us to, um... Bid adieu. And Nina Parker needs a job, so let's get her in there. You know who, who would you want to replace Andy? Nina Parker. Okay. I agree. I gone. think she's very funny. Watch what happens live isn't as fun as it used to be. No. It used to be the fucking moment. Now it's just like, and now it's like they can't even do a, like a, I used to watch Watch What Happens Live, the after show was 30 minutes of NeNe Leakes just screaming. Now screaming. it's like two questions and they're out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just... There's no energy, no verb. That's what I mean. Like, there's no energy behind it anymore. And, like, that's okay. Everything is so scripted. Yeah. And I just don't think... I just think the way he handled everything with Garcelle, the fact that his one-sidedness in the Kyle Crystal thing was really upsetting to me. I don't know why these women hate Crystal. I don't know what she did to them. Well, so what I heard is that Teddy and Crystal were friends, and then Crystal came and took Teddy's diamond. Are you... I'm sure you want to talk about Teddy again? <laughs> Apparently she's talking about me on two T's in the pot. I just got a fucking notification about it. Yeah, I don't, I, I just don't, you know, like, you're you the moon so in this situation. The dog can bark at the moon. Like, let Teddy scream. Don't No, I'm her. just saying that's what I heard. Like, like she's is that fucking nuts. Teddy, or Crystal took her diamond. So that's the problem. Are you more excited for the new season of Jersey or OC? Jersey. I think OC. I'm excited to see Tammy back. Well, I'm excited to see Tammy Sue back. I definitely... Guys, I just got to give a shout out to Alexis Bellino. That post (sighs) rocked my world. It proves, as I've always said, that Jim Bellino is the problem in the world. He is the problem. Alexis really came through, and I just got to give, like, props to her. Like, the way she's really grown. Maybe Alexis should take job. (laughs) 
Shut up. No, okay. didn't someone on Bravo say they wanted Andy's job at one point? It was someone crazy. Sheena. <laughs> it was Sheena. Honestly, I'd love to see Sheena. She Sheen went to Marie journalism school. She, this is a quote. I went to journalism school, so when you're ready to retire, I'm ready to take your job. That's I would quote. love to see Sheena just do a week of Watch What Happens Live. Just take it over. Good as gold, baby. Um, well, Remember Chris, when Portia said she was a journalist and Andy was like, I, what are you talking about? She was like, as a journalist, facts are really important to me. And everyone was like, come on. Uh, do you miss Portia? Of course. Okay. I need her back on Atlanta. I'm really excited for, um, although no, I'm not. I'm not excited for Thailand. It looks. I Did you see the trailer? Yeah, and I, I just can't take more of um, Heather and Whitney. I'm ready for them to fight. You need to be nice about my phalanx. I hate Whitney and I hate Heather. I'm excited for Portia and Candace to like power people, I don't know. People on Twitter keep typing like how Whitney talks. Phalanx and like Well, trauma. and it's like someone said the real housewives, like R-I-L-L. Real. Real. I, I love her. I'm sorry. I love her. I know you do. I can't. I don't like Salt Lake City, though, in general. So I'm glad we didn't talk about it. I keep watching, but it's not for me. I, I haven't watched yet. I haven't watched yet. John. But um, this was so much fun. We had so many laughs. So much fun. If you guys enjoyed this dynamic, you would love Shortcomings. It comes out new episodes every Wednesday. So go listen to wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to see our beautiful faces, you can watch over on YouTube. Um, and I just want everyone to DM me about um, Love is Blind. Please do. Like, email us. Oh, where? Do you Don't have an email? No, isn't there a shortcomings email? I, I do. Oh, yes. If you would like to email the Sex in the City podcast <laughs> about Love is Blind. Please. I will reply. Shortcomingspodcast at gmail.com. Please email me your thoughts. I need to know more. Um, Chris, where can everyone find you so they can DM you about this? Lewis 1219 on Instagram. And I am at Bravo Historian on Instagram, at Take Your Zolf on Twitter. And uh, I love you all, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Media Production.